0: When you stop and think about all that's going on here in the good old USA today, you might think that there are only two sides to every story. With over 327 million citizens, there are actually many more sides to our American story. On this program, I provide you with a different point of view, mine. This is The Truth Hurts, a program where I exercise my First Amendment right to free speech by providing you with information. Hopefully, you will absorb this knowledge, stop, and actually think about the issues, the facts, and the general state of our American story. I'm Steve Z, and this is the Truth Hurts Program. Good afternoon, everyone. Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. Do you remember that Democrat state senator who stole money To pay for her wedding and her divorce and lavish trips and other things for herself and her family? Well, she has an answer for the accusations. And she's blaming racism, of course. We'll be back to talk about that and more right after this.
1: is saying what you know you are thinking. This is the Truth Hurts Program.
0: In an earlier Truth Hurts Program segment, I spoke to you about Tennessee State Senator Katrina Robinson. The 39-year-old Democrat has now been indicted for theft and embezzlement involving government programs and wire fraud. She was previously charged in this matter by a federal criminal complaint, which was unsealed on Wednesday, July the 29th. A grand jury in Memphis returned a 48 count indictment against Robinson. For those of you who don't know what that means, she has 48 charges against her. That's 24 counts of theft and embezzlement involving government programs. And 24 counts of wire fraud. According to the indictment, Ms. Robinson was the director of the Healthcare Institute, a provider of educational and training programs for jobs in the healthcare field, and she's also a Tennessee state senator elected in 2018. You see, she helped foster a government grant of over $2.2 million from the Health Resources and Services Administration, an agency of the US Department of Health and Human Services. During that same time, she stole over $600,000 by compensating herself in excess of what was allowed under the terms of the grant and by using institute funds for payments and purchases for her own personal benefit and that of her family. Those payments of course included a vehicle, a Jeep for her daughter, clothing, accessories, a Louis Vuitton handbag, health and hair and beauty products, and expenses related to her wedding and honeymoon, and then later to cover the legal fees for her divorce. Also payments on personal debts, including credit cards, store charge cards, student loans, and other personal loans, travel and entertainment for herself and her family, improvements to her personal residence, expenses related to a body aesthetics business that she owned, and, of course, to pay for a snow cone business operated by her children and an event for a state senate campaign. She faces a possible sentence of up to 20 years in federal prison, three years of supervised release, and a quarter million dollars in fines. There is no parole in the federal system, so if she's convicted and she has to serve... She will have to serve the entire time. Now, it gets a little strange when she was asked why she did it. Ms. Robinson is blaming racism for why she was caught and being charged. She said, quote, It is believed that if I were not in the position I am in, if I did not champion the voices, the views, and the faces that I represent, that I would not be in this moment I'm in today. It's clear that Senator Robinson's work in the state legislature on behalf of her constituents is not in question here today. According to the Tennessee Democratic Caucus, who released that idiotic statement, they're taking her side. Because... That's what Democrats do. What a shame. Sleepy, creepy, mumbling, fumbling, stumbling, bumbling, gropey, dopey Joe Biden has memory issues. We all know this to be correct. He has cognitive issues. His brain matter is slowly dying to a much greater degree than any of yours or mine. Joe Biden was asked on a television news show about whether or not he would be willing to take the same cognitive tests that President Trump states he took and passed with flying colors. CBS News reporter Errol Barnett asked Biden...
1: Specifically, have you taken a cognitive No, test? I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump, who brags about his tests and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Well... If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward-looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, it, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am, uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness and uh, to, uh, you know, to make a judgment about who I am.
0: Okay, there you you have it, boys and girls. He is more than willing to let the American public People, uh, pup, people uh, judge his mental, f- 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 uh, f- mental, f- physical, and uh, mental and uh, f- physical fit to f- 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 fitness. Come on, man! If you can't see that sleepy, creepy, gropey, mopey, dopey, mumbling, fumbling, stumbling, bumbling Joe Biden is not on the ball, then you have partaken of the Kool-Aid in large quantities. I might add, large quantities of the Kool-Aid. Oh my God, how can you not see it and hear it? And this is the man they want to run the United States of America for at least six or seven weeks until Kamala Harris can take over. Please God help us and help the United States of America. We'll be right back.
1: Like what you hear, tell a friend. If you don't, keep it to yourself. This is a Truth Hurts program.
0: In fact, Joe Biden was so insulted by the very question with CBS's Errol Barnett during a wide ranging multi moderator interview at the Conference of Black and Latino Journalists, Biden. ...balked at Barnett's question about whether Biden had even taken an exam. Biden said, quote, No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like you. That's like saying you. Before you got on this program, you took a test where you're, where you're taking cocaine or not. W- what do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? Who brags about his test and, and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Well, your mental state is kind of important, Mr. Biden and asking the man on your willing media partner, CBS, whether or not he's taking cocaine or not. Was that racist? After all, Mr. Barnett is African-American. So here again, Joe Biden has snuck in a little racism that he'll get a pass on. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't understand it. Why he's not being called out by all the network news on this one. He also said, well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Look, come on, man. I know you're trying to goad me, but I'm so looking, I'm so forward-looking, forward-looking to have an opportunity to sit or stand with the president at the debates. Come on now. Go take the test. I think Donald Trump was right when he said, let's take a test right now. Let's go down, Joe, and I will take a test. Let him take the same test that I took, the president said. It's not the hardest test. They have a picture and it says, what's that? And it's an elephant, said Fox News. But I don't think Joe Biden would know the difference between an elephant and an ass. (sighs) What can I say, folks? Biden then says, I'm very willing to let the American people judge my physical and mental fitness, but he stumbled saying that three times, and to make a judgment about who I am and what state of affairs I have. All you've got to do is watch me, and I can hardly wait to compare my cognitive ability to the cognitive ability of the man I'm running against. We'll see. On Saturday afternoon on a toll road near Palm Beach County, Florida, an unidentified man was driving on the freeway with a male passenger in a Toyota SUV when the man began acting strangely and stopped the vehicle on the exit ramp to Boynton Beach. The man then exited the vehicle and walked along the highway and then hopped the concrete divider in the median and headed onto the northbound side of the turnpike. When traffic slowed, he then jumped onto the hood of a semi-trailer, tractor-trailer truck, and began punching the windshield with his hands and beating on it with his forehead. Oddly, the driver of the tractor-trailer just kept driving instead of stopping. I think I'd keep driving, too, because if you stop, God knows what the guy might do to you if you hopped in the cab. Video surfaced of the truck driver yanking the wheel back and forth, and abruptly slamming on his brakes in an attempt to get the man off his hood. At one point, the man turns to the passing car filming him and repeatedly screamed, Call the police! The person who recorded the video said the man also used a metal object to eventually break the windshield of the tractor trailer. There were no reports of injuries and no indication of why the man hopped on the semi's hood. A highway patrol trooper eventually caught up with the truck and took the man into custody His hands and head were bloodied from bashing the glass. And reports say the man was taken to a local hospital for a 72-hour psychological evaluation. That's going to be a story to tell at the depot when the truck finally makes it to its destination. Only in Florida, right? And as if murder hornets and fungus cicadas and COVID virus and violent protesting isn't enough. Remember those mysterious seed packages from China that landed in hundreds of Americans' mailboxes? The U.S. Department of Agriculture says they believe they know what's going on. An official with the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services said officials have identified more than a dozen plant species in the seed packets. 14 species of seeds, including mustard, cabbage, morning glory, herbs, mint, sage, rosemary, lavender, and other flowering seeds like hibiscus and roses, may be part of a money-making online scam originating in China. At this time, we don't have any evidence indicating there's something other than a brushing scam, according to USDA. USDA is still collecting seed packages just to make sure that something insidious is not hidden inside. Many of the packing labels on the seeds were printed with Chinese characters, but some were misprinted and looked like bracelets and rings. They appear to come from the Chinese city of Soju. A spokesman for the Chinese Foreign Ministry said last week that the Chinese Mail Service was working with the U.S. Postal Service to have some of the packages shipped back to China for analysis. That spokesperson claimed the address labels on the packages were forged. Despite many of the seeds being identified, the USDA is still asking anyone who receives the seeds to not plant them. They recommend storing the seeds away from dogs and children... But they think it's just part of a scam. Okay! Who the hell would plant them anyway? And from the you-just-can't-make-up-this-stuff file, the Navy SEALs will now suspend their support of the National Navy Seal Museum. After videos showing dogs attacking a man wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey demonstration, went viral last weekend. The Navy Seal Museum, located near Fort Pierce, Florida, is a non-profit organization and is not directly related to the military. Video resurfaced on Sunday of a canine demonstration at the museum, which occurred last year, showing dogs attacking a man wearing a Kaepernick jersey. Second video shows the dog taking the man down, who later said, oh man, I will stand, clearly referencing Copernic's protest during the national anthem playing while he was in the league. Oh, you just can't make this stuff up. The Navy SEALs launched an investigation on Sunday calling the inherent message displayed in the video, quote, completely inconsistent with the values and ethos of Naval special warfare and the U.S. Navy, unquote. I thought the Navy was supposed to uphold the values of the United States. I don't know too many Navy people who would be not disciplined if they decided to kneel during the national anthem.
1: Putting things into perspective and doing it with style. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Here's your host. Steve Z.
0: If you're like me, you don't just rely on one source of media to get your news, your information, and to help you form your opinions. I look through several media outlets and social media sites, and I've come across David Harris Jr., David Harris Jr. is an American author and journalist and motivational speaker, and he happens to be an African American, born and raised in the United States, married to a woman, a black man, who is very much in support of Donald Trump, and that makes him an enemy of the Democrats and the black community. Mr. Harris has recently published a book entitled, Why I Couldn't Stay Silent, One Man's Battle as a Black Conservative. I encourage you to read the book. It is very insightful and very informative. He writes on his Instagram account, It should be this simple. If you make a decision to stop the beating heart of another human being, it's murder. Why would you end the life of a six-month-old baby? Would you ever cause physical harm to an innocent three-month-old baby? We all know the answer to that question. Society must stop thinking that abortion is an option for unplanned pregnancy and our laws should stop allowing that option as well. My bride and I are headed to D.C. for the March of Life with the Falkirk Center and to hear what President Trump will be saying and will be the first sitting U.S. President to ever speak at one of these rallies. This reaffirms my belief that he's the only choice to continue to lead our country. We must choose life. Hashtag march. Hashtag for. Hashtag life. Hashtag DC. Hashtag baby. Hashtag USA. Hashtag Trump 2020. Harris is an outspoken conservative, and I think you would really enjoy listening to Mr. Harris. He has a website davidharrisjr.com a very well put together website and it also includes news, opinion, commentary, and stories from around the nation. David J. Harris Jr. And I mentioned Mr. Harris mainly because some people might think that my opinions might be biased because I'm a white guy. But I'd also like to also introduce you to, if you don't already know, the Hodge twins. H-O-D-G-E twins. Kevin and Keith Hodge are African-American conservatives. They're bodybuilders and they're also a comedy duo on YouTube. They initially both enlisted in the Marine Corps and by 2013 they had half a million subscribers on YouTube. The Hodge twins are avid Donald Trump supporters and appear on Trump's Real News Update webcast. The twins mock the decision of the NFL's plan to play a black national anthem. They were critical of the judge's decision to seal the Juicy Smollett fake news assault case. They claim Colin Kaepernick pressured Nike to withdraw the Air Max One shoes was simply a marketing stunt, and it was. They have an image of the twins saying Black Lives Matter is a leftist lie shared by a Pennsylvania school principal on Facebook which triggered an investigation and called for the ultimate suspension of that principal. But they too offer an African-American conservative perspective which is sorely lacking in the media. Their most recent... <laughs> sorry. Their most recent commentary was that Black Lives Matter is, quote, a lie to simply make black people feel less American than everybody else and to keep black people indebted to the Democrats, unquote. The Hodge twins, someone else I highly recommend you look up and listen to when you have a few moments and you get bored with the Truth Hurts program. If you want to get your blood pressure levels up, simply turn to CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, or HLN. There you can spend five minutes listening to the lies, the propaganda, the sleaze, and the outright bullshit being peddled by the left with their willing media partners. But I'd also like you to be able to say, hell yeah, and I agree once in a while. The African-American community tends to lean towards liberal politics. However, there is a bunch, or there are a bunch of black conservatives that you might wanna look into. Believe it or not, rapper 50 Cent is one. No, really, he is. And depending on which way the wind blows, sometimes Kanye West. But here, for your listening pleasure, and I'd like to invite you to look up these folks and their writings and their videos and their Twitter accounts to listen to what they have to say. Here is a list of African American conservatives that I find refreshing and interesting. First of all, the woman who should have been the first president of the woman president of the United States was Condoleezza Rice. The 64-year-old was born in Birmingham, Alabama and has been an American political science specialist, a diplomat. She served as Secretary of State. What What a great president she would have been. Of course, he just passed away, but conservative commentator and former presidential candidate, the late, great, former presidential candidate, Herman Cain, There's also commentator Alan Keyes, Candace Owens, I think we may have mentioned, Larry Elder, Lynn Swan, Carl the Mailman Malone, Justice Clarence Thomas, the late Wilt Chamberlain, Armstrong Williams, Janice Rogers Brown, Tony Dungy, Michael Steele, Thomas Sowell, the list goes on and on. People that you can actually really learn from and learn from a black perspective. These also include Ken Blackwell, Michael King, Stephen Carter, Joseph Phillips, Stanley Crouch, and there was one more I wanted to mention that is slipping my mind for the moment but I'm sure it'll come up in just a moment. Uh, It's escaping me, boys and girls. Uh, Wayne Perriman and Samuel B. Fuller are also in the mix. But my point being, there are very many black conservatives in the United States. People with opinions that differ from the mainstream African Democrat side of things. African Americans who have seen the American dream and lived the American dream, and hope for other blacks to realize the American dream. Don't just depend on one source for your conservative viewpoints. We'll be back.
1: Finally, someone is saying what we have all been thinking Steve Z, telling it like it is.
0: You have been listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hopefully, we've provided you with engaging, enlightening, and educational information that will allow you to make informed decisions. I know you may not necessarily agree with everything I say, but that's okay in America. The right to express your opinion is guaranteed in the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Just as I respect your right to your opinion, I expect you to respect my right to my opinion. That's how it works. When all is said and done, usually more is said than is ever done. So if you are actually going to go out and do something today, please make it a worthwhile endeavor. Until next time, this is the Truth Hurts Program.